It's the first time I heard Luke say he hopes people are somewhere so that he can hang out. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to be around the corner. Yep. There you go. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Tweeting. But I want right. to see people there. <laughs> don't, don't come talk to me. I just want to see you guys. Union goals scored by AJ and Luke. The Goofy Brothers. Hey guys, Stupid Brothers Podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. I'm AJ down in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Joined by my co-host and my brother. I am Luke. I'm up here in Philly, and it is episode 98. 98. It is August 11th. Oh, man, actually, that's uh, four days from my birthday. So when you're listening, it'll be three days from my birthday. Um, Doopy Brother Nation, you guys can all work together to figure out that one. <laughs> or Sunday for me. But what I mo- want most of all is to be celebrating a CCL victory. Um so tonight's episode we're just going to talk about a little bit of things in the past in this first half it will be a shorter episode and then we'll preview what we want for the ccl game um which will be when you're listening to this within hours and if you're listening to it after the game um whoops let us know let us know how right we are <laughs> You're like wow these guys nailed it yeah. um cool so luke let's get into the old stuff first and then we'll get into ccl so we beat Toronto 3 nothing, and we lost to New England 1-2. Um, tell me what your thoughts quickly on – or take your time. I don't care. Uh, on that Toronto game. Um, yeah, it was fun. Uh, I was there. Got to watch that. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The okay, stadium. There. All right, yeah, you can take your time. Tell us all about it. No, I mean, nothing else to note there. But it was just, it was just nice to watch uh, Union put in some goals. Uh, I feel like that first half was, like, just what they needed. You know, we were not in a good run of form. So beating up on Toronto just felt good. You know, again, everyone was clicking. You know, Santos was playing out of his mind. Uh, it was just his his movements was, was, were really fun to watch. Um, it was great to see Gazda get his goal. You know, PK will take it. Um, but that Glesnitz goal, man, I, I feel like I've never – I feel like no one's ever seen a no-look header goal, right? Uh, not – well, the the whole – no, what – how did you phrase that? No one has seen a no-look goal. A no, well, especially, especially not the goal scorer. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's true. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It was, it was this, never seen that before. It was pretty cool. Um, and I wonder how much he knew about it. It was, it was cool. It was very. I cool. mean, I think he like kind of tilted his head back, like he knew he was where the ball was. He just, you know, kind of contorted his body in the air because of you know traffic in the air. But uh, it was, I don't know. That was just a, kind of a fun one. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely good to see that on the replay because the first time it just kind of looked normal. Yeah. So yeah, need the replay to appreciate the glory of the Glaze. Yeah, um, and yeah, I mean, it was just one of those games where it, it kind of felt like the last time we played Toronto at home where I think that one was like 5-0. But Toronto just like, they just couldn't keep up with us. Um, yeah, that team Dude, they're is... old. They're old. They're still running out these same old dudes, and I love it. When I see the lineup and I see uh omar gonzalez like right there I'm like, okay cool i love it because yeah. we're just and our pressure was was so great uh i feel like every time bono was trying to throw it out in the back it was like flock was right on bradley or whoever he was trying to get it to he would flock was all over like that pressure like just eating him up and, and the whole team was but it was it, flock was really up, up up on it too he was really noticeable 
And yeah, they they just were pouncing on Toronto, and it it could have easily been way more goals, but you know, it, they just kind of took it easy the rest of the game. Um, and you know, Josie was out there and looked, and like you forgot he was out there. I don't, I feel like he didn't get any touches on the ball. Um, they have that one guy Sotelda who's like so short, but and he's seems like a pretty solid player. He just had no no support. Like he's he he's he definitely like really good on the ball, but there's there's nothing he could do to to get Toronto going. It was, so it just, it just one of those games where the union just needed something like that, where it just, things were falling in their lap and they were clicking on what they were trying to do. So it was just, it was just fun to watch exactly what they needed. Yeah. I mean, Toronto only got one shot on goal, uh, the whole night, which is pretty awesome. Union had six block shots. And so that's a really cool mm-hmm. thing. It kind of just shows, um, you, you were talking a lot about the front, but also in the back, like just, making sure, like you said, Josie wasn't able to be Josie. Um, and then interesting to see Gazdag taking the PK. Pretty cool to see him stepping up there. Uh, do you think, you know, in CCL, if there's a PK, is he the one who takes it now? Um, I mean, he took it well. I think they definitely wanted to give him that because <clears throat> he just needed a goal. And he definitely earned the goal. Like, he's, his form has just been, feel like, is progressively getting better. So I think... I think the team knew like it just would have been good. It was good for everyone that he got his first goal and got that going. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know like who would take it in CCL. I mean, he's definitely up there, but I think Casper's taken him. Um, I guess, I mean, has Santos ever taken one for us? Maybe once? I think. I feel like once. Um, but yeah, I feel like it was Montero. And like, I mean, we'll talk about him in a little bit, but. I could see guys like stepping up and being that guy to take them. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, so this was this was a cool. Like, I feel like the two games we're talking to before the CCL is pretty cool. Nice little run up to the CCL because they definitely played well and did the things that they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then that took us to the New England game, where going into that one, you were. I mean, I feel like we didn't know, but we were all assuming and hoping that. Uh, the lineup was going to be the right choice of resting a lot of guys. Yeah. Um, and so then when the lineup came out, I was just, uh, I think we were all just like very excited. One to see the homegrowns in there, able to get starts and a uh, nice run out. Yeah. And then to see, you know, Finlay getting a start, which is cool. And just seeing that they are, they, they rested guys. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the subbing patterns too, you could kind of tell it. Some of that was probably planned out. Get Bedoya a few minutes here and there. Casper uh, getting minutes, but not the full game. Um, so it was a. Uh, it made that game before we even before kickoff. It made it more relaxed in my mind, and and then I could really just kind of focus on what I wanted to, rather than just being totally wrapped up because I didn't at that point. I mean stupidly i still bet money on the union to win but i didn't actually have those expectations that like we really were going to be that into the game and then as the game went on and we were actually in it and playing well and to be fair new england did not play well or maybe they're just not as good as we think they are um then then it started becoming a little more fun going from have no expectations to be like ah you know what i'm feeling okay right now and yeah, we lost, but I really enjoyed watching that game. I had fun. I really tried to kind of, you know, focus a lot on um, the three 
the three homegrowns who were getting their starts there in McGlynn, Aronson, and Sullivan. And it was fun to watch them, man. These guys are technically sound. They got great first touches. And that was almost like the frustrating thing is that these three, their touches were working. Uh, they just were putting together uh, passing sequences, connecting the ball front to back. And I felt like it was the other players around them that weren't as strong as those three. Um, and so it was cool. And then obviously Paxton gets the sweet goal. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, I didn't know what to expect, but I guess that's what I should have expected for his first goal. Right. Yeah. I mean, now it's every homegrown in their first start, they had to score a banger. That's the they, rule. That's the rule. So um, Jack McGlynn did not. But I will yeah. say that was um, – and maybe I just was able to see him more, but I, th I thought he played a really strong game. I was very impressed with McGlynn. Yeah. In other games, I've talked about how I, I didn't notice as much of him, and he's just kind of a quieter player. Yeah. But I felt like he he really took a bigger role upon himself in this game, and that, that was cool to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I no complaints with any of those guys. Um, it was interesting to see – I, I agree with all that, and I, you know, I also the Paxson goal. I, you know, I, my my bet was on him to score a goal, so thank you, Paxson. Um, but it, it was also interesting to see it, like the lineup change, getting the three man back line. Um, I think the three guys played okay, or played pretty well uh, together. Um, the one kind of weak link was I think Flack had a, had a rough time adjusting to that role, and uh, you know, he took he he gave the PK, but I feel like he was just not finding the game as well as you know, the Toronto game and, and other games where he's playing a little more comfortable position. But that was kind of the one hole that I found in the lineup. Like, I, I agree that, you know, some of the guys could have stepped up outside of the homegrowns, but for what the game was, it was it was a lot better than expected. And it, I, I know, I, towards the end of the game, it was like, uh, you know, we, yeah, we probably should have got a tie. We could have got a tie. Um, mm -hmm. Not just because of PK, because we could have scored more goals. Um, right, right. But... I, yeah. And I will, yeah, go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I really can't complain much about this game. It was it was exactly what we kind of wanted. Yep. And I will say that, uh, speaking of, like, we should have gotten a tie, the complaints we could make would be on their two goals, like a stupid PK like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then also the Polster goal yeah. was really kind of frustrating because he gets the ball 40 yards out. And people are pointing at Baizo, but... You know, the three-man back line didn't do themselves any favor. Elliot and Glesnes both collapsed onto the same guy. And it was just – it it just looked, like, uncomfortable as a pollster dribbled right at them. Um, yeah, it was a little reminiscent of the Orlando goal. Um, just really easy pressure, and they just find an easy ball to slip it in and, mm -hmm. um, you know, get, it, get a pretty clean look at goal. Um, so, yeah, that was frustrating, but – yeah, you can chalk that up to the new formation and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't have much else to say. Paxton scored a banger. That was that was awesome. Yeah. yeah um, so, so rolling in, rolling into the positives there. Uh, you know, big win, and then finding real positive moments in a loss uh, in a game that was kind of a throwaway game, but yeah. kind of walk away being like a. I, I walked away almost enjoying that one just as much as the Toronto game, weirdly. So yeah. That was really fun. And it, and it makes me not as scared to face New England, potentially playoffs, or I don't even know if we play them later in the season. I assume we do just because we play them, you know, eight times a year this, yeah, these days. Yeah. But um, 
I'm not every other Tuesday, I think. Yeah, that's, that happen. sounds right. Um, so w- with our first, you know, first strength lineup, um, I think we'll, we'll have a pretty good game against them. And even though they're kind of running away with the first place right now, it's it's really not a team that we can't beat. Right. Yeah. And granted, they didn't have their MVP. True. Yeah, I guess that's a guess pretty big factor. But we also did not have arguably our strongest player for the past couple of years. And uh, looks like we're not going to have him tomorrow, next week, the week after that. Mr. Jamiro Montero yeah. is on his way out. You know, it's, uh, know what's funny, though? I Before we get funny. into this, I forgot that yeah. he wasn't going to play tomorrow anyway. Oh, yeah. Because the yellows. Yep. But yep, I saw that. And, okay. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, let's get into it more. No, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's pretty well documented that he's, uh, you know, he wasn't in the 18. Um, and then all of a sudden you start hearing that he's working on a transfer out. His family wasn't able to get into the U.S. Um, I'm like, yeah, that, that stuff just kind of sucks that uh, no, one, no one wants to be away from their family. And, and especially if you've got options to not be. Yeah. And if those options still allow him to play soccer at a high level, then, you know, who's going to blame him for, you know, going back to Europe and to play soccer and he gets to live with his family. Seems like a pretty good uh, plan if he can pull it off. Um, on the Philly side, obviously, it hurts. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I... I it's yeah it sucks it's right. I, I yeah i agree like it's it's good on the union to make this work for him because you know we always have to remember that like while we see these guys as like you know a soccer player that's all they that's all they do because that's all we see them do they're you know obviously human and that's a bigger part of their life always you know their family is comes before any any job for anyone um but yeah it's gonna hurt like it, it it's funny after these couple games and seeing the homegrowns i'm like all right, you know, I want to see Paxton more. I want to see Quinzel a bit more. So if those guys can step up and and perform well enough, that's I'm okay with this being maybe more of a learning year. Um, and, you know, maybe next year they're going to light it up like Brendan did last year and, and we could have a really solid squad next year and, you know, fill in pieces that we might might need else, elsewhere. But it's like without Montero, it's it's hurting a little less than I thought. In, in my mind, just, I guess, just because of these results and, and how the mm-hmm. union started playing. Um, and, and also, I guess, you know, it's, it, it also helped that Gauzag's getting more comfortable and finding his form a little bit with the union. And, and I feel like there's even another level we haven't fa- seen yet with him. Yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, yeah, it's still, it's, it's going to be tough. Martin Montero is a player we've, a very pretty unique player we've never really seen before and, and never had before. So it's, it's it's you know it's not someone that we can just replace one for one. It's going to be take some different guys playing different, doing different things. But I I don't know. I still believe in this team. You know, it's not like yeah. it's going to ruin our season for what whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, and I don't I don't want to like say we're going to be better off without him because that's that's not a true statement. But um, there are some things where sometimes I thought he left a bit to be desired as far as uh, our highest paid player. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like there was a couple things where I, you know, like I felt like times rather than just driving forward, he would pull the ball back. Um, I don't think he was that effective on free kicks. 
uh, I don't know. I don't know. So maybe this will open the door for, I don't know, someone else to kind of step up into those moments or maybe us to, you know, drive the ball forward a little more aggressively. But um, yeah, obviously we'll be missing a lot of that connection that he provided. For sure. But yeah, um, random thing I just saw. I was going to send you this, but I think all the listeners will appreciate hearing this. So on Sunday, the Union lost 2-1. There is another, what is that, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. There, so there are six games on Sunday. Five of them finished 2-1. Oh, uh, yeah. That's crazy. Right. And the other one was 1-1. But it was keeping score. But <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, do you have a union best, union worst for those two games before we take a break? Um, oof. I mean, I want to just give the best to. I always want to give it to like collective the homegrowns, but maybe I'll just go Paxson for the banger. Okay, um, I was gonna, I was gonna go there, but I'm gonna go Santos. Okay, yeah, he definitely stepped up. Yeah, that's true. And we didn't mention he, so he was the lone striker against the New England. I liked, I liked seeing him there. Yeah, I felt like it kind of forced him to do more and uh not i don't know kind of forced him to be the alpha Definitely. rather than like, i kind of like falls over a lot yeah yeah it's, it's like i think that was because of being the lone striker but also being in front of like a couple 17 year olds yeah like all right it's yeah. on me if we're gonna score it's gonna be kind of on me and obviously paxton scored but santos was a big part in the, their offense the whole game so yeah mm-hmm. i like that yeah um any worse um it's like Flock was bad in New England, but he was also really good in Toronto. So I, I don't know if I want to go to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't think of anyone else. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll, that's, I'll just go with it because of the New England. We, we could have got a point if it weren't for that PK. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, gosh, I'll, I'll go Casper. Okay. for no reason for reasons but i don't feel like repeating them (laughs) good podcast tactic yeah you go um (laughs) all right cool so let's we're gonna take a quick break we'll come back and uh we'll talk we'll talk ccl this is this is why you're listening so we'll give it to you come back after this Hey guys, Stupid Brothers Podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. AJ and Luke ready to give you a CCL preview. Um, Luke, you're the podcast Liga MX <laughs> expert, so Luke's going to break down Club America. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go on. for the the couple talking points that Curtin said on his press conference today. Uh, Club America is good on the counter press. Do you know Tony defense in the offense? Um, so yeah, that's that's all you need. Um, Boom, done. But what is interesting about this game and this time is that Club America, along with all League MX teams, are just start their just started their season. Uh, so there, it's kind of reverse of how it's usually the you know how it usually works out for Champions League for MLS teams. It's usually they're just getting into their season and Club America is right in the middle there, so they're like in form, you know, you know, know what they're doing. So right now it's like rule reverse. We're 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 the team that. You know, we're we're in the middle of our season. Where we got, you know, there's you know a bit of a flux with you know Montero and stuff, but we know what we're doing. We're we're kind of clicking and, and getting into form. And Club America's just start. They had three games. Hey, they haven't lost, so that's I guess I guess they're in a decent form too. But 
you know, it definitely helps us that they that they're just starting their game, their their season, and, and you know, just getting their their league legs, you know, so to speak. Yeah, and I I was just reading Charlie Bohm's article on MLS Soccer, and it, uh, I don't know, it just seems like the Union are in, are in a good spot um, mentally. It seems like they, you know, looking at pictures on Twitter, they they seem to be pretty loose. Um, yeah, super happy. All those pictures, everyone just goofing around, smiling, like in a good way, like seem very comfortable down there. Yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, it doesn't look like. Yeah, I don't know. And, and hopefully, hopefully the elements aren't too um, drastic for them. I mean, you, you don't really know until you start playing in it. Yeah, I I don't think Club America will have a full capacity stadium at the Azteca. I think I. Yeah. I, can't remember where i saw it but it's definitely not full capacity i wanted to say yeah. it was like twenty thousand or something that's mm-hmm. a, maybe a random number but it it won't be as bad as it could be i guess down there with the right. games of atmosphere yep um i think the biggest thing for for the game is going to be the beginning because we keep shooting ourselves in the foot uh free kick pod with todd keeps mentioning this like he pointed out that we give up so many goals in the first 10 to 15 minutes mm-hmm. and and particularly tomorrow in front of a hostile crowd in a hostile environment um you know thousands of miles away from home if you give one up early it, it just it could really spiral and last night sporting and uh seattle both had games against league mx teams and sporting got smoked they just the floodgates opened but then on the other side, Seattle, Seattle took care of business and uh, put up a nice three nothing win. So it's like these these games in our in our league. If if you don't keep it tight, it could really get out of hand quickly, yeah. um, especially for the road team if they give up one early. Yeah, that's true. One thing though, I feel like is true about our team, no matter where they play or, or who they play, I feel like Curtin has instilled this mentality of just being fearless. Um, you saw it with like the, the you know the, all the seventeen year olds playing against New England, like the best team in the league right now, and they they went out there you know full force swinging, and I feel like that's what's gotten us this far in CCL. You know, Union haven't been you know felt been you know overwhelmed by the situation of this new tournament that they've never been in, and you know obviously they played against Atlanta last, so that was a little more comfortable, but it's they're not afraid of the, the big stage it seems like they're they're kind of it seems like he he knows how to get them ready for that mentality wise so as long as like you said like this get start out strong and don't give up any goals like i think they should be pretty competitive just in a mentality standpoint agreed and i, I think there's gonna be some players who i mean you know we've got some guys who who might really just kind of thrive in this in this exact kind of situation um like Martina, like I don't know. Like Martinez could be a freaking beast tomorrow. Yeah, um, I want him to be a little wild tomorrow. You know, right? I'd be at fine if he time, gets a yellow. You know, at the same time, he could get a red in the fifth minute, and that's true too. Then, but then if he does that. it in a way that scares the crap out of Cal America, you know, never mind. That won't be worth it because they need open field, and we'd be screwed. But uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, and I think like like Bedoya knows the big stage. He's a guy that that should be able to really step up and and lead this team as he always does. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I 
we have like enough veteran presence that it's okay that, that it's okay that we have a lot of youth too like you know Glasnost mm-hmm. is seems is, is relatively experienced like he was a leader in his previous club like what like has been mentioned and like Andre Blake has been around for forever he's played in in CONCACAF you know World Cup qualifying with Jamaica and stuff so like we have guys that that know these foreign territories and these mm-hmm. you know intimidating you know stadium atmospheres that they they should they should know how to handle it so I, I you know with as much talent as America has like we we can still get a, a good game with them you know right yeah oh, it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be awesome um so where gosh i was gonna try to put you on the spot to make a prediction uh-huh. where do you see the union just based on what we know about our guys getting a goal where do you see them getting a goal in the first half i mean we've been so good on uh like corner kicks i feel like that's the chance i mean we have such big like glesnes and elliot are so big I don't know the size of Call America's team, uh, but I mean, those guys are bigger than almost anyone. So serving up to them, it, it feels like a pretty good shot at goal. Um, I I feel like that like that that would be the best odds in my opinion. You know, we could get a nice Santos breakaway counterattack kind of thing, but I I feel like it's more likely to come off of a, of a, of a set piece just because of I could see as being a little less aggressive in in our tactics and, and trying to be just keep organized and condensed and not trying to you know stretch too much so i i could see us trying to just go for it on, on set pieces and corner kicks so i i could see that where it be, be where it, uh where it happens and it, what any different, no, different no, no. There? love it love that answer that's fantastic that is awesome all right flipping it flipping it on side man where can club america get their first goal uh down our right side. I mean, that's kind of where it's happened. I know you like to defend Baizo, and I, I'm not trying to bash him, but that's kind of where it's happened. Um, so yeah, if yeah. there's just, yeah. if we just don't, if if we don't aren't going to pressure them on the ball when they're outside our 18, uh, I think that team is too talented to uh, not punish that us on that. So I think that's where it. it if we just keep our pressure and it, it might, that, that might just be Martinez needs to stay back and, and hold his ground outside of the, our box to make sure they don't have those, those pockets of space to, to find that final ball or, or find that shot. I think that's going to be pretty key for us. And, you know, maybe that means Bedoya stays back a little too, just to, just to cover some, some the defensive ground, but I, I could see that being uh, their, their best shot as well. Yep. Um, what two strikers do you start tomorrow? What you you tell me? I mean, I'm not going to answer all the questions. Ah, come on, man. Ah, gosh, this is a tough one. Cause so we're we've got all three at our at our disposal, right? Four. Oh, that's right, Davo. Yeah. Um, nah, nah. Curtin said he's not going to play. He's just there to get to know his teammates. I think he said um, he was available. No, he's available, but yeah, he's not going to play. Um. Uh, I I think you got to start. Santos and Casper, and it's it's tough to leave Blake. No, Blake Burke, Burke on the bench to start. But I, I think I think Santos has just played decent in the last couple of weeks, yeah. and uh, I feel like you don't sit Casper at this point. Yeah, I mean he's leading the 
tournament in goals right now, right? Somehow, somehow, man. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go, Middies. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's gotta, it's gotta be, be Godzog, Flock, Bedoya, Martinez. Yeah, there's no real. I, I mean, the only thing I was wondering is if McGlynn for Flock. I don't think so. I think Flock covers too much ground. Mm-hmm. The thing about McGlynn, yeah. I, I, I agree that he played a great game as New England, but he's so deliberate in his movement uh-huh. that I think it's just too easy. It would be too easy for Club America to figure him out. And yeah. I, I and yeah. Flock is, if he's you know he's keeping him in front of Wagner, I feel like that's that's a solid. Um, that's a I don't know solid left side. Yep. Yep. All right, cool, cool. I, yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. Yeah, I don't think. I I'd like to see those guys, the homegrowns. I don't know. Do you do you want to see the homegrowns get subbed in, or would you be too afraid for them? And like, um, it, I guess it, you know, if say if it's like a zero zero game, and it's like the seventieth minute, we haven't made any subs yet. Dude, put them all in. Put yeah. them all in. Are you? Would you rather? No, no, yeah. So let's say yeah. If it's zero zero, seventieth minute or something, it's like. You know, Senior is probably gonna come in. Burke's uh-huh. coming in, and then and then, gosh, we don't really sub out anyone else, right? Maybe 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 one comes in for Flock, depending on how he's looking. Yeah, maybe it's Sullivan in for Flock. Yeah, maybe or, or McLean if you're kind of sitting more. It kind of depends on yeah how the game flow is going. If it looks like we can maybe steal, if goodness, if can you imagine if we steal a win? Yeah, go for it. I mean, if it looks like we're, we're beating them in the midfield and you can push an extra guy forward. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. But mm-hmm. you know, if we're kind of pinned back, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe Burke doesn't get on and you just bring on El Seno just to hold the ball up there. And do you want delay. would you do the El Seno to the right back role? Like we've been seeing him do go in uh, the past couple of games. I, I don't think so. I yeah. don't think I want El Seno defending tomorrow. Yeah. Um. All right. Big. <laughs> okay. Before we go to predictions, what? Because I think it might be a little bit different answer. What would be? What would be your like range of like good results for this game? Oh, I like I like that phrase. The range of good results. Like, would you be okay with? I'd be okay if we lost two one. Get a goal on the road. Keep it within one. I think that's a good result. Would you be okay three one? What? Would you be okay with three one? Um, I mean, do I have a choice? I mean, yeah, but what do you, what, what do you, you know, what do you think is give us a fighting chance in back in Chester? I, I think we would have a fighting chance at three one. Yeah, because you could win two nothing at home and mm-hmm. advance. The, if you get the goal, if you win, if you lose two nothing, that's 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 a little bit tougher. Yeah, but three one, three one, I, I can accept that. Uh, yeah, I think I, I agree with go, that too. I won't go higher. I will not go higher. Don't yeah. you don't you throw anything higher at me. No, I think that's the right spot because I think two zero does. It does seem like a tougher task just because that means we haven't scored against him then yet, so we'd have to score two, and mm-hmm. and that just seems more impossible if we haven't gotten one in the first game. Just like mm-hmm. you know mentality, like getting the goal in the back of the net, like that, that kind of idea. So yeah, I think three one is is the is the mark. And again, a lot of it will depend on how we look. Like, right, right. Is it a three one where we pushed, we pushed, but. You know, they got a stupid PK. They got, you know, a dinky goal. And, and you know, yeah. and we had a nice goal. And really, 
it was one nothing in nice goals, but they get three crap goals. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's so much that's gonna be. Yeah. Like like we said in the first half, where I really enjoyed the New England game because I thought we played very well. Yeah. And we lost, but mm-hmm. I thought we overall played well, and so it was just kind of the momentum and the way the flow went. Right. Oof. Uh, yeah. Do. You, what's what's your dream win? What's what's the best case scenario? I mean, dream win is like a compre- kind of like what we did against Atlanta. Like weather the storm and then punch back, you know. Like in that in that first like against Atlanta, we like we're we're getting hammered with chances that Atlanta were 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 taking on us, and then we just weather the storm. Blake played out of his mind, and then yeah. that we hit back and what was it three zero in that first like right? I think so. Yeah, I think I mean something like that would be amazing because that would just shock Club America and. Uh, I mean, that obviously would, would <laughs> put us in a pretty good spot in the second leg if we're up three. Um, no, but... yeah, you went, you went conservative. I was thinking six, seven, nothing. <laughs> but... who do you, okay, who do you think is going to be the key union player in this first leg to get a good result? Who's going to be the guy that needs to step up to get us that, that result? All right, so you initially said who's going to be key to our result and i think it'll be martinez okay and i i take that as key as in good or bad i think he <laughs> okay i'm gonna be nervous that he's gonna be too hyped too excited and just knowing that like the guy the guy is a future outside of the union um uh-huh. i think i think that's pretty evident and this is this is a very good showcase for him sure. um yeah now I, I i didn't watch too closely when he played like neymar and stuff but I feel like he did very well there, and that was uh, that that could be a good indicator that like okay, this is this is going to be a guy who steps up in the right way for yep. um, this game. But, but like I said, there's a chance where I could just see him you know, decking someone, getting in someone's face, and it just going the wrong way. But yeah, or just like a bad tackle. I don't know. Yeah. Um, for me, it's. I like almost wanted to say like Gazdag or Bedoya or Santos, but I think it really, it's going to come down to Andre Blake. Mm-hmm. I think if he stands on his head and bails us out on some chances that Skull America gets, like that's most likely going to be the difference. Um, Cause like he has, he obviously has the ability to, to keep us in games that we might not need, you know, probably shouldn't be in. And, and if he's able to do that tomorrow night, then that's all the, that's all the difference we're going to need. I, I think yeah. it's it's really like he's, especially now with that Montero. I I think it's pretty safe to say Andre Blake is the best player. That's probably was true before. It's I know a goalkeeper. It's hard to compare, but I you know he's he's our guy and and he's our best player. So he needs to step up, and I think he will. And he's has all the ability to keep us in this game. Yeah, and just kind of thinking just in front of him and guys with futures elsewhere outside of the union who could potentially be sold. Think about just in front of him, like Glesnes, Elliot, Wagner, Martina, like even a flock. Like, I feel like this is a good opportunity for so many of these guys who kind of are on that fringe of, am I a player who could go over to Europe? Am I a guy who can compete at a little bit of a higher level? And and if they're able to step up and play real well in uh, this game in Azteca, uh, it's it's a very big moment for them. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the only way to really figure that out is to win Champions League and then play Chelsea in the 
Club World Cup. So then they'll really figure it out if they can play at that level. Right. That's. I think that's. Well, it's funny you say that. So, uh, well, I'll end. I'll, I'm going to end the pod with a with a quote from Jim. So right. let's do our predictions. And uh, the, yeah, then I'll give you that quote, and we'll get out of here, guys, and we'll we'll go watch the Union do something special. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, this is. This is a scary. This is the most scary prediction I've ever. I thought, feel like we ever made. Um, I'm gonna say. Oh, like one zero, we win. Let's go, Luke. One zero, we win. I love it. Can't can't bet on anything else than you winning. That's I just feel weird doing it. So that's that's yep. my prediction. Yep. All right, I'm gonna go. I think I think I think this game's just gonna be nuts. I think it's gonna be an LAFC type game that's just <laughs> nuts. I think it's going to be a 3-3. I think we're going to go in 3-3. Both teams are just going to be like, holy crap, that was fun. The fans are going to have a great time. To all those who are in Mexico, they're going to have a blast. And I think this game will be one that we walk away with like, holy crap, that was fun and some good, good soccer. Um, yeah, man, as a... there's going to be some crazy, like I forgot about the whole CONCACAF factor that there's going to be some weird crap that we're never going to have ever seen in a soccer game before. That's going to happen tomorrow night that, Uh (laughs) Oh man, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's all we got. That's why this is a short pod because we got to get to bed early because it's a late game and uh, these late games are always crazy. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to leave us off with this quote from Mr. Uh, be- before you do, I just want to say I'm going to be at the Brawl House watching with, at the watch party. I hope people show up because that's the only place, the best place for me to watch with my, my move right now. So I hope there's other people that are, other Union fans are going to be there. But uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm so excited to watch and hopefully be around some other Union fans. So let me know if you're going to be there, people. You don't have to allow now. Uh, it's, I, don't, I don't know. Time. I just wanted to say I was going to be there because, yeah. <laughs> it's the first time I heard Luke say he hopes people are somewhere so that he can hang out. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to be around right the corner. Yep. There you go. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Tweeting. But I want to see people there. <laughs> don't, don't come talk to me. You guys want to see you guys. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh, so reading reading this quote from Mr. Jim Curtin, I got really excited. I think it's a very cool. Um, so this is him, and then uh, we'll say bye. So it goes, and I've asked them, the team, dating back as early as when we played Saprissa in the opening round of this competition, to dream that we could eventually move on in this competition and play against the champions in Europe at the Club World Cup. That's our goal. It sounds like a crazy dream, but we are here now. Like, whoo, yeah, that's it, man. You are in the semifinals of the CONCACAF Champions League. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to the Doopy Brothers. Wear a mask, get vaccinated, and keep on being good people. Let's go. Union goal!